I need a new whip like I'm a slave master. Yes, see it through radio. My golly, like I'm a pray for you. Let's go. It's the midweek. I got my plans written down like an advisor. Most of y'all tripping about God, get it right now. Hop on the track and I preach like I'm pastor. Talking real tough, no, you hear me, don't act up. I got my armor like Roman for Christ. Tripping with this clip, uh, they don't want to get hit, uh, say your prayers quick, uh, hope you repent. Let him know. I ain't never letting up up on these demons. You heard me? Despite my battles, I just leave them bleeding with no dispute. No, they tired of me and keep on trying to kill me. You heard me? But I sleep with that B I B L E E stand for execute. I got guns, I got things that go blank, thank, thank, thank. When I pray, I use scriptures so my God make it rain. There's power in that blood and in Jesus that name. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I got brand. change on you, in a whole nother lane on her, I'ma rap then sing on her, welcome to the big stage on me, but I don't do this for the fame homie, trying to get these people say homie, yeah I'm covered by his grace homie, so you don't want to catch a fade homie, all these always on go, face muffins on swole, never see me selling dope, but I'm selling hope for your soul, I just had to let them know, fighting demons hold the toe, God he never let me fall, cause Jesus Christ he be the goal, I'm a real Christian, I don't leave church, then go see until I go back, you can come up to my Bible study on Thursday, no throwback, What up, though? It's your girl, Coach T, man. Listen, I'm telling you, we be coming with the straight bangers. Kill Joy. I'm, oh, my gosh. King Kai did his thing on that track. But listen, we got moving and grooving. Now let's get into it. You know how we do, my babies. Players, what it do? It's your girl, Coach T, and welcome to See It Through Radio. Listen, I'm hyped because I am. This is what? We back to back with it. Last week's show was absolutely amazing. And this week, we coming with Mo Fire. Do you hear me? Fire straight bars. <laughs> Let me stop playing. But before we get into everything that we do here on See It Through Radio, man, let's get into our prayer of the week. Let go.
Father, thank you for speaking directly to our hearts through this platform. Thank you for bringing us through and for never leaving us. Whenever we desire to prove ourselves, help us to remember we are not our past. We are your children. We are children of God. Don't let the desire to prove ourselves consume us. We only want to be consumed by you. We yield to you now. We trust that you will rise up within us and show yourself strong. Be glorified in us, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Let's have a great show. Let's get it. Amen. You're rocking with the best. You're rocking with Coach T. On C3 Radio. 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 All right, y'all, listen, today we are about to hit another lick. I hope these have been doing something to your spirit. I mean, it's been cooking and stirring up in me to keep it moving, keep it going so we can all grow in the Lord and secure the bag spiritually. Man, listen, last week we talked about God's word. We revealed who God of the Bible is. We talked about why he sent his son. We talked about some key things, some factual things about the Bible. And today... We are diving into our series. We are diving into our series that we're doing on the book of Matthew. Yes, y'all, we're about to tackle all 20-something chapters of the book of Matthew. And today we are starting with the very first chapter, chapter one. And it, when I tell (sighs) y'all, nuggets, keys, whatever y'all want to call it, gems, it's all in this lesson. But like I always say, Please, 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 please don't just take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Spend some time and study with him. But with that being said, let's get into it. It's time to hit a lick, y'all. Let's go. Come hit a lick with me real quick. All right, y'all, let's get into it. We can't pick the families that we are born into, and we definitely have zero control over the reputations that come with them things, (laughs) rather it's good or bad. So let's just think about it for a second. The Jacksons, the Kardashians, the Hiltons, the Wayans, the Smiths, the Osbournes, the Rockefellers, right? All these families have carried generations into the spotlight. Many years of embarrassment, lies, success, scandals, achievements have followed some of these families' greats. And although most of our families are jacked up, success somehow still seems to pour out of them in spite of generations of failures, flaws, and embarrassment. And our Lord and Savior's family was no different. Matthew chapter 1 displays God's faithfulness to generations of sinners through the family of Jesus. Now, before we get too deep up into this thing, let's kind of talk about the key players in Matthew. Let's talk about the whole book for right now, okay? So, through the book of Matthew, we learn about the birth, life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and his ministry we can learn so much from 
just because it's an example for our whole entire lives of how we can live abundantly and get through mess too, right? So first key player is Matthew, who is the book's author. He's the author of the book of Matthew. Go figure. And he was a tax collector. Now, tax collecting required some very solid foundation of record-keeping skills, which made him like the ideal person to keep record of Jesus's ministry. Now, when writing, he gave priority to Jesus's teachings over miracles. He shows that he shows us what life looks like for God's people in relationship to the covenant, and it demonstrates. All this is demonstrated through the teachings and miracles of Jesus, okay? And now, the MVP of the whole entire book of Matthew, Jesus, okay? The son of God, Mary's little boy, he was 100% God and 100% man, came from heaven to earth to fulfill prophecy, right? And he fulfilled God's eternal plan for all humanity to set all humanity free from the bondage of sin. I don't know why I said bondage of sin like that, but from the bondage of sin, okay? So, let's get into it. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 through 17. We're only going to do the first portion of that chapter today because I feel like we can't speed through that because there's some stuff in here that we really need to focus on if we gonna hit a lick all right so this is the genealogy of Jesus okay the opening scene of Matthew doesn't start with the birth of Jesus like most gospels kind of do or how most people think that the gospel start right it starts with his genealogy his family the people that came before him that he is linked by blood to well kind of by blood too but this is his earthly father's joseph's side of the family now jesus's story starts long before he came into the manger and the wise men came okay it starts dating back all the way to the promise that god made to abraham and king david now the first 17 chapters of this is extremely important because they not only offer a undeniable claim that jesus was the legit heir of david's throne right he was the next king in line however but it also demonstrates our lick for this week that god is faithful and extends his undeserved grace daily to all even the sinful people okay jesus's lineage was made up of liars murderers adulterers i'm talking about some messy tail people like how is the messiah the one who came to save all of humanity. How can he come for such a messy tale family like this? Matthew intentionally highlighted these unlikely ancestors of Jesus to show that God's work doesn't depend on human worthiness, but only on his plan. <laughs> oh man, God extends his grace to everyone because he is gracious. Like, that's just it this lesson drips i mean melts just ah, everywhere drips with grace so let's just look at this for a second grace can be defined as the unmerited undeserved 
favor of God. Straight got that from Pastor Michael Todd, Transformation Church, so Oklahoma. Go follow him. Go catch up. You're you going to get a lot if you follow him. Anyway, God shows kindness to all of us, even though we don't deserve it. He is slow to anger and longs to forgive us. Now, there is nothing, I mean, absolutely nothing that we can do to get this thing called grace. There's no amount of hours you can put in. There's no amount of sweat in the game that you can have. Like, straight up, it's a gift. It was given to us for free. I mean, Jesus went to the cross and died for this, but it's given to us. We can't do nothing to get it, right? And the crazy part about grace is that God gives it to everyone. I mean, everyone, even to people who don't even love him. He extends his grace to them. I mean, we are talking about a good, good father. <laughs> we are talking about a good God today, y'all. So, for example, let me press pause for a second. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17 is full of a lot of names that I didn't want to slaughter today. So I'm only going to take pieces of this chapter. You're going to have to go back and read this for yourself. But I'm only taking pieces of this chapter so you guys can get the gist of the truth that's lying between these lines. However, don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Go back and read this chapter for yourself. So pause it for a second if you have to. Go and read the chapter and then you can come on back. And then we can finish this out. But I'm going to jump straight into it. So I didn't slaughter half the names that was in that chapter. But anyway, so let's go into our first example. Let's talk about a few people that are listening in this section, that's listening in this passage. Um, and we're going to see how God's grace shines through all their darkness. Okay, so let's go from verses 1 uh, through 3. Yeah. I'll read it. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Now, Let's get into the tea. We're going to talk about the story of Tamar. And a lot of women, it was a lot of women in this that they mentioned. A lot of women in Jesus' lineage, lineage that did some, did some things for a piece of change. Um, <laughs> that did some things that... It's the way it happened, it's crazy how they've still made it into the lineage of Jesus. So, Tamar's story can be found in Genesis chapter 38, and we ain't about to go about it over it today. I'm just going to kind of skim through it briefly so y'all can get the gist. Anyway, she was a Gentile, and most Gentiles were known for being a hot mess and distant from God. Pretty simple, okay? So, she was the wife of Ur, who was a wicked man, right? And Ur was judah's son okay and the bible said ur was such a wicked man that god said i'm putting him to death straight off them okay that's what happened to him so judah um is the son of jacob as we learn who is her father-in-law and in this culture when one son dies the wife goes to the next son in line and so on and so forth right so 
she went to the next son in line, and he was about as shady as her were. Were what? Shady as her was, okay? And God offed him too. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's crazy. Like God offed him too. So it was time for her to move to the third son in line, and Judah, Judah just cut the whole thing off. He was just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, can't do it no more. He was scared that his next son was going to die, but it wasn't on Tamar. It was on him because his sons grew up shady and wicked. And, yeah, that's a whole nother story. So Judah, Judah broke his promise to Tamar. And this left her pretty much a widow and out of the inheritance of the, the family, right? So she took matters into her own hands. Baby girl disguised herself as a prostitute, y'all. She slept with her father-in-law, Judah, which he was just completely, completely oblivious. And she got pregnant with not one, but two children by this man, Perez and Zara, and secured the inheritance bag. Baby girl had a plan. Talking about some reality TV stuff, like... This was love and hip-hop before love and hip-hop. Real talk. So, that was one example. Now, let's look at another example um, of God's grace shining through the darkness. This can be found in verse 5 and 6. So, Solomon. It looked like Salmon, but it's definitely probably Solomon. So, I'm going to just Solomon. Solomon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Rahab... Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David, period. So let's get into it, okay? So Solomon, Salmon, Solomon, however you say, was the father of Boaz. Boaz was known for being this wealthy, worthy man of God, right? Um, he had a good reputation and just the type of man that every woman pretty much wanted. That's why they made a million books today talking about help me find my Boaz. And every woman's always talking about Boaz, Boaz, Boaz. But you can't get a Boaz until you leave a broke ass. Um, so, yeah, that's another story for a whole other day. So Boaz goes in Mary's roof. And now Ruth is a woman that leaves all that she knows and, but she was a part of a culture that was away from God, too. She leaves all she knows to follow her mother-in-law, Naomi, to this land to be with pretty much God's people. And she goes and works for Boaz and all this stuff type of happens, right? And they end up becoming married. Now, Boaz and Ruth's love connection turned them into the great-grandparents of the one and only King David, Israel's greatest king. Now, here's the kicker. Boaz's mama, King David's great great grandmother, name was Rahab. And Rahab <clears throat> was a prostitute, y'all. She was out here getting it, doing stuff strange for a little piece of change. That was Rahab. And the Rahab story has to be probably one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And it can be found in Joshua chapter 2. Okay. So Rahab lived in Jericho. And I mean, Las Vegas ain't got nothing on Jericho. 
one of the original sin cities next to Sodom and Gomorrah, okay? They was out here just doing way too much in that gated city, okay? And it was the largest gated city, one of the largest gated cities around that time. Anyway, long story short, Rahab got wind of all the miraculous things that God was doing for the children of Israel. And at this point, Joshua has sent two spies in to Jericho to kind of see what was going on and check it out because they was about to take over the whole entire land right so Rahab hid them in her house and she lied to her king when they came to her house like hey we know they here she was like nah my baby they not here I don't know where they at but I think they went this way y'all can go find them so they left they went off and did their thing and then they came back and uh not they that came back but she went and talked to the um spies and she was like listen for the lord your god is god in heaven above and earth below and in saying this rahab was declaring her faith and the spies promised her and her family wouldn't be destroyed when the city was taken over by the children of israel and they kept a promise and that marked baby girl's place in the lineage of jesus y'all so there are so many other names that we can highlight in these first 17 chapters. Half of them I don't even know how to say, so I'm not even going to cap like I do. However, it's very clear that God used and can use imperfect people to carry out his perfect plan. No matter how faithful or unfaithful we are, God will always keep his promise. Nothing and no one can stop God's plan from coming to pass. God had a plan from the start to undo what Adam and Eve had done. Deliver his children from the grips of sin. That's me and you, y'all. And he did this through these type of people in spite of their flaws, in spite of their failures, in spite of all the embarrassment that they caused their family. Everyone in the lineage of Jesus needed a savior, and so do we. We, like... How do I say this? We do not add anything to God that he lacks or needs. Like, we add nothing. We truly don't deserve his love, his attention, his time, his effort. We don't enjoy none of it. Yet, he enjoys loving on us and giving us stuff for free. <laughs> oh, man. To be 100 with y'all, everyone has sinned before we all have a sinful past romans 3 23 simply states this that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god that means it continuously happens over and over and over again we as much as we want to strive for it we will always fall short of his majestic glory and that's why we all need a savior we are completely incapable of living a life that is right like god has done and can do some of the dopest things through some of the most flawed people because of simply who he is and jesus god provides the righteousness we lack jesus said that for i have not come to call the righteous but sinners that's the beauty of it all God will stop at nothing to bring you into relationship with him and prosper you into all that he created you to have and to be. That's why he is so gracious. 
That's why he is so merciful. That's why he doesn't quit because he always has your best in mind. Think about it for a second. That's lit, man. And the best thing God could ever do and has ever done for us was to send Jesus into the world as our personal Lord and Savior to die for our sins so that we can be forgiven and made into new creations. Will you accept God's grace and his personal love for you today? Sit with that this week. Now that's how you hit a lick. <laughs> we'll be right back on See It Through Radio. Can't get enough of what we do here on See It Through Radio? Well, follow us on IG at Just See It Through. Y'all know how we spell through. In the words of Travis Scott. All right, y'all. We have come to the end of our show. I hope it was dope for you because it was really dope for me recording this whole thing. But listen, it is my prayer that you let God sit with you this week. Listen, God has so much in store for you. Man, he loves you. He sees you. He hears you. And ask him to reveal himself to you this week. Ask him to show you more truths in this lesson that you've never seen before. And watch how dope he does it. Now, if you have listened to this whole entire thing and you want to build a relationship with God or rebuild your relationship with God, maybe you've been out here getting it. Maybe you've been out here doing anything and everything. Maybe you feel unworthy of God's grace um, and love because of your painful past. Like, you might even say to yourself, like, how could God use somebody like me? Well, just like in our lesson, God still loves you and he can still use you in spite of all your flaws, in spite of all your failures, in spite of all your messiness, in spite of all the baggage you come with, he still wants you. Now, I want to give you a great opportunity, the type of opportunity that will change the trajectory of your life forever. And that's accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, this is the type of opportunity that took a while and out person like me somebody that was just sleeping with anyone and drinking anything just for a feeling into a person that has allowed God to come in sit with me clean my heart and change my habits habits in order to make me a new person today I'm not perfect but I'm definitely covered by grace and my future is secure now you can join me too God isn't into keeping tabs of everything you've done wrong he loves you and he wants you and he wants to make everything in your life right. He wants your relationship to be right. Now, he wants you to grow. He wants to sit with you. He wants to comfort you. But he's not going to do it forcefully. Now, our God, the God that we serve, the God that I know is a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. He's only going to do what you ask him to do, what you let him in to do, what you let him sit with you to do. So I'm about to pray a prayer to invite people in to such a loving, dope relationship with our Heavenly Father. So wherever you are, if you want to be included in this prayer, just on the count of three, I just want you to clap your hands and shout. Well, you don't even have to shout. You can whisper it. Say, Father, it's me. So let's get it. One, two. 
I'm so proud of you and I know this is the best decision you have ever made in your whole entire life. Three. <laughs> Let's get it. I know there are people all over the country right now who's making the same decision with you. I believe that by faith. Now, Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that you shall be saved. So let us pray this prayer together right now so we can grow in Christ. Repeat after me. Father, thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus to earth to identify with, connect with, and die for sinners like myself. Thank you for giving me a savior. Today, I give you my whole life. I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for me. And today, I ask you to come into my life, sit with me, and make me new from the inside out. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go! You just made the best decision of your life, my baby. I'm super proud of you. And not only that, I know there's people all across the country that are super proud of you. And not only that, all of heaven is cheering and shouting your name. Because why? Another soul has been snatched from the grips of sin and has entered the book of life. Let's go. Have a great day. And I'll holla at y'all lay as her okay and remember just see it through i holla